Americans trapped behind enemy lines, hostage to the whims of the terrorist Taliban. Um, later in the program, I, I will tell you, I, I got this song from our friend John Androsic, Five for Fighting, incredible artist. And the statement accompanying this, and he did this song, and he's going to tell us, I'm going to, I'm going to read you his statement that accompanies this song. I'm going to play a little version of it. Later today, we'll put it up on Hannity.com, and you'll be able to, you know, watch his video. There's a video, and it's, the way it's done is very powerful. I showed it to so many people. I mean, you can hear a pin drop when people are, are listening and watching this video. And then we did our own little version where we inserted sound. And uh, it's called Blood on My Hands. I'll just give you a small sampling of it here. Got blood on my hands. I just found out that the last flight is gone. Got blood on my hands. American will have signed our death sentence. And I don't understand. This is not comforting at all because we don't know if we're going to make it out. What's happening? Extraordinary success of this mission. There's blood on these hands. 13 Americans killed, 95 Afghans killed. And still Americans. Nobody predicted, you know, the government would fall in 11 days. Left her the Taliban. Am I safe? Now the question is my life. Am I safe? Are these people are safe? Winking, blinking, can't you look me in the eyes? Willie, tell me, when did you decide this will defend your sacred motto? Now means never mind. If there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. John Androsic, he's going to join us later in the program today. Uh, blood on my hands. We'll, we'll post this on Hannity.com and all our social media outlets that I have no access to. Um, one bit of news as we start, even fake news CNN has a poll finding 74% of U.S. adults now say they are very or somewhat angry about the way things are going in this country today. 88% of Republicans, 70% of independents, even 67% of Democrats. Ask yourself the question this way. Can you name a single thing Joe Biden has done that's successful, that makes you feel proud of your country? Is there anything that he's done to better your life? You know, Reagan famously ran in 1984. Are you better off than uh, 1980? Rather, Are you better off than you were four years ago? And then he used that same question for himself four years later. And, and the answer is, okay, how, how's things going down at the border with, oh, let's see, we end the stay in Mexico policy. We stop building the wall. You know, we bring back catch and release, except we, may, we call it process and release. We have a pandemic, hundreds of thousands of people will set a 25, 30 year record of illegal immigrants coming into this country processed by Biden. The same guy mandating vaccinations for, for Americans, something he said he'd never do. 
something Pelosi went on to say over and over again. Oh, no, we we, we can't do that. No, that that's not possible. And uh, then, of course, you know, we, we, we can't require people to have a vaccine. It's not the role of the federal government, circle back Jen Psaki said. I'll know. I'll, I would never demand a, a mandating vaccinations, Joe Biden said. Just like he said he'd, well, we'll stay as long as it takes till every American's out. How did that promise work out? I'll have your back, he's telling people in the speech. I'm like, yeah, you really have people's back, Joe. Is it, so the, the borders are a disaster. 300% increase in COVID cases from this time last year. And remember what a big deal it was in the lead up to the 2020 election. For the first time last week, he mentions the fact that we have monoclonal antibodies like Regeneron for the first time. Ron DeSantis has centers set up all over Florida. You know, we have breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated Americans getting COVID-19. Now, with this particular variant, the Delta variant, uh, you, you don't see as high a rate if you're vaccinated of hospitalizations and death. Okay, well, what's going to happen with the Lambda variant from Peru? And then what's going to happen with the Mu variant or MU, whatever you want to call it? That variant now that is in 49 states, you know, what's going to happen with the five variants behind that? You know, when they, when they told everybody to, to get vaccinated, they didn't say you're going to need a booster and then another booster and then another booster and booster and booster and booster all day long. And, you know, for the first time, you've got therapeutics. And again, I'm not telling anybody what to do. I found the most hope in, in that therapeutic. Dr. Oz always said you, you, you fight this with the army you have, not the one you wish you had. Daniel Wallace, whenever I quoted him, the foremost authority on hydroxychloroquine he said the risk is nil number one rheumatoid arthritis and lupus practice in the country affiliated with cedar sinai 250 i think rev- peer-reviewed papers published been, been literally it's a 65 year old drug hydroxychloroquine the risk is nil then you get studies like the henry ford study and then you know five six seven eight other studies that say yeah oh taken early it mitigates some of the symptoms but he said the risk was nil in April of 2020. But if you mentioned it because Donald Trump mentioned it, I forget it. I, I did, are we doing well with the economy right now with inflation? Are you doing well with the, the cost of everything going through the roof? We're all paying about a buck 40 more a gallon and we've given up energy independence and we're actually begging OPEC to produce more oil. And when Joe Biden can get Texas and Oklahoma uh, and Anwar open tomorrow if he went back to the Trump policies. Now he's talking about they're talking about three trillion dollars in tax increases for their Green New Deal socialism. Of Newt Gingrich weigh in on this, but back to John Andrasik for a second. Andrasik, such a good guy. I said, you know, they're gonna they're gonna pound you for this song, and he goes, they were. Do, do you not see what's happening? And his statement is so powerful. It's, it's a lot of what we've been saying, except he says it more articulately, frankly. There's a story this weekend. The Taliban was out this weekend. By the way, I've got the video. I'll have to pixel some of it, but I'm going to show it to you tonight. I don't care. You need to see it because we told you this was coming. The worst part of this, all of it was preventable. The worst part, you know, March, April, May, June, July, 
July when Joe Biden is telling us this is one of the most most well-trained armies in the world. They had 60 percent of the country, the well-trained army rolled over by the Taliban. He could have, you know, used drone strikes like Trump did to beat the caliphate, take out Soleimani, Baghdadi, the al-Qaeda leader in Yemen, and push back the Taliban. Joe never did it. He could have sped up the withdrawal while we had control of Kabul, saved every American life. Saved every Afghan ally. Get them the hell out of there as we promised them. Whatever happened, leave no American behind. Now the Taliban out there parading the severed head of a U.S. ally in Afghanistan. And they have the data now that they'll be able to hunt down every single one of them. They're hunting down Afghans that work with our military for 20 years, and they've got the database to find them, including biometrics, including what... You know, how many billions of dollars in military equipment? The, it, one of the best armed forces on the face of the earth, courtesy of Joe Biden, a terrorist organization. Anyway, this video with the se- severed head, you know, believed by the extremist group executing this soldier in a barbaric manner and parading it while his head chanting the, their war cry, Mujahideen. Militants seen carrying the man's head with loud chanting and singing before they start praising a top Taliban leader. That man has been identified as an Afghan soldier from the dark green military uniform on his body. Joe Biden, we told them we would if this day came, we would take get them the hell out of there. You abandoned them. This is only the beginning. You know, these Taliban death squads, there's one instance where you have another update from those lovely folks. What did they say? The professional, the very professional, um, what were the lines that they used last week? The professional and businesslike, yeah, Taliban. Professional and businesslike, they're terrorists. Can you explain a little bit more about why the White House in a statement is calling the Taliban businesslike and professional? Well, I would note that in that statement, what we were announcing was the fact that a Qatari uh, Airlines flight successfully landed in Qatar. You're saying the Taliban is businesslike and professional. Their interior minister has an FBI wanted poster. He's got a $10 million bounty on his head. That's What's the business? We are here to celebrate the return of American citizens who wanted to That's leave Afghanistan. All right, I can't take it anymore. Because elite Taliban death squads have now spent the last few weeks tracking down and killing. They got four other Afghan counterterrorism agents. This was in the London Times, Sunday Times. The men were members of two units working out of the National Directorate of Security, been trained by British U.S. forces. A brother of one of those killed tells the Times, my brother was shot three times in the head, once in the chest, and I was shot twice in the left uh, shoulder and arm. I don't know how I survived. Oh, and uh, another of the four men killed had all of his fingernails pulled out before he was shot. Blood on my hands. New York Times, Washington Post, the Biden administration apparently botched the retaliatory drone strike in response to this killing in Kabul. NPR, independent investigations by the New York Times and the Washington Post call into question the Biden administration claims that its August 29th drone strike in Kabul destroyed a car operated by an ISIS-K sympathizer, which allegedly contained explosives 
destined for Kabul airport. U.S. Central Command initial statement described the strike as a self-defense operation that eliminated an imminent ISIS-K threat to the airport. In a press conference, uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley called it a righteous strike. The Times and Post investigations were unable to find any evidence of any explosives in the car, which they say, which was driven by a 43-year-old guy by the name of Amadi, an engineer working for the U.S. aid group Nutrition and Education International, which aims to eliminate malnutrition in Afghanistan. Family members told the Times that Amadi had applied for refugee resettlement in the U.S. He was not the only person killed in the drone strike. His relatives told the Times 10 members of their family were also killed, including seven children. No, oh, another lie. Taliban celebrating the beheading of this Afghan soldier. Taliban women, yeah, they're already being segregated in universities and schools. It's only a matter of time till they are prevented from even going to school or going to work like that under the last bit of the Taliban rule. 800-941-SEAN. Blood on my hands. We'll play this song coming up. Trump's drone strike that uh, they claim killed an ISIS member, actually killed an aid worker carrying water and also killed seven other innocent people. His new video out of the, the, the ever so businesslike and professional Taliban, you know, beating the living hell out of and flogging women in Afghanistan. One woman in particular screaming, you know, the whole situation while the world sleeps. Where are where are where are civil libertarians? Why are they not with me on this? Where's where are liber, you know where are women's rights groups? Silent. You know what happens if you're a gay or lesbian in Afghanistan? They will kill you. This should be something that unites people. Shouldn't it shouldn't even be political. Women must now be segregated at schools, but we know where that's headed because they last time they were in power, women couldn't go to school or work or leave the house without a male relative and must cover their entire face. That sound like freedom to you? I don't know what's worse, having freedom or having freedom and losing freedom. All these people being killed and you don't hear a word. Looks like Al-Qaeda leader Al-Zawari might be alive. In remarks he made over the weekend, the U.N. is seeking $606 million for Afghanistan after the Taliban takeover. That's all the Taliban right now they want. Sure, we'll, we'll say, what do you want us to say? We're going to be nice to women. We're going we're gonna to defend women's rights. They already said it. There'll be no accountability and, and massive amounts of American taxpayer dollars going over there. You watch. Mark my words. Because that's all coming, too. Couldn't this this couldn't be a bigger disaster, and the, it's again all preventable, every bit of it preventable. None of this had to happen. All of this is predictable. These deaths that you know are now, you know, I, people holding up heads and everyone cheering. Was it, look at what they did to reporters. They beat the living Adam Schiff out of them. Unbelievable. 
it's so chilling. And then they celebrate and sing after they sever a guy's head. Okay. Very businesslike and professional. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, something's happening around the country. It started last week. Now it's happening a lot. Uh, not only was Joe Biden apparently booed at ground zero, Miranda Devine writes about it in the New York Post today, uh, but when he got, and, and he didn't give a speech. Did you notice that, Linda? That they, oh, they, yeah, they, I noticed. They pre-did this you know, speech, and then he's getting shored up by by Obama and and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. I'm telling you right now, they know he's a mess just like we know he's a mess. Did you see the face that Jill was making at him? Just, oh my did you God. see when he took his mask off? What was he doing? What was that yelling? He was yelling he at someone in the crowd. I, it's bizarre. Do we know what he said? I have not. I never anywhere. know what he says. Everything sounds like gibberish. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, anyway, then it gets to Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where the where the plane went down in the field there because we had brave Americans on that plane that said, let's roll. And God knows how many lives they ended up saving as a result of their courage and bravery. But um, apparently there, there were F. Biden signs in the crowd. Um, you know, it, in Pennsylvania, this is where United 93 crashed. Biden complained to reporters about the protesters and, you know, bandishing signs that said F. Biden. That was a chorus apparently at the Yankees-Mets game Saturday night also. Uh, then Biden praised former President Bush's speech in Pennsylvania that harkened back to the unity of Americans displayed. He says unity, and he's full of crap. I, I keep playing these these montages of him doing everything but being unifying. You know, for example, just here's, here's Joe Biden's unity. Restore the soul and secure the future of America requires so much more than words. It requires the most elusive of all things in a democracy, unity. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself. My whole soul is in this, bringing America together, uniting our people. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? With unity, we can do great things, important things. We've been patient. But our patience is wearing thin. This is our historic moment of crisis and challenge. And unity is the path forward. And your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. So he's complaining that some of the firefighters he visited were wearing Trump hats. Are, are we are we going to in the next four, five, six, ten years demonstrate that democracies can work or not? The president. Well, what is he? What is he even talking about? He got booed during the visit to Ground Zero. Uh, report out there, Miranda Devine's column among them, and a clip uh, uh, uploaded. Uh, Biden approached the ninety-year-old Maria Fisher, who lost her son in the nine-eleven attacks. The crowd trashed him for botching this. This situation in afghanistan and putting the lives of afghans in danger one man heard yelling to biden the murderers look the murderers uh i can't really say what he said <laughs> president tried to put on a brave pace face and ignored that ugly comment you should have seen twitter and twitter now is like almost 99 percent lefty i mean it's hardcore what did donald trump do he's met with applause as he visited 
NYPD and New York fi and fire departments. And, I mean, they were so glad to see him. Just such a difference. You know what the difference, the biggest difference on this and why this all could have been prevented? Because everything was predicated. I wish Joe Biden would release this call. The calls between Donald Trump and the head of the Taliban. Because I've already been briefed and, and have double and triple, quadruple verified that this happened. Is that he said, I will obliterate you if you don't follow every dotted I, cross T, comma, and period. Not a single American died. Not one. How is that? How is that possible? That you can have that, not one American die, and you have all the time in the world to extract safely every American, every ally, all our military equipment. And now we've got women being beaten. And now, and and we could have kept him in that position. We, Trump was going to keep Bagram Air Force Base. So sad. People beheaded, people murdered. It's only the beginning of the troubles. It's only the beginning. I'm promise. I uh, ex Obama CIA head Mike Morrell and former President Barack Obama's acting CIA director said during an interview on CBS on Sunday, the Biden administration's action has inspired jihadists all over the world. And the Taliban is already back to harboring Al-Qaeda. That means the Taliban har is harboring Zawari today. They're harboring Al-Qaeda today. He's right. This is now uh, uh, an absolute shift show in the making. Just, just buckle up. Because they're plotting, planning, and scheming again. What do you think they felt on Saturday? Did they finally, they were planning on installing the new government, the Taliban government, on, on Saturday, the anniversary of 9-11. You know, Trump pointed out that Afghanistan's withdrawal opens the door to China, Russia, and reverse engineering of U.S. military equipment. All the secrets that are in our, you know, Apache helicopters and, and Black Hawk helicopters and C-17s and all the other military equipment, the billions and billions and billions of your dollars spent that he left for the terrorists. You know, what they're going to do is get in there and they're going to they're going to rob every technological advancement that we had that they didn't know about. It's unbelievable. And then what's going to happen from there? It's just going to get worse. And then this botched retaliatory drone strike. Why didn't they tell us? Why does the New York Times and Washington Post, and I'll even give them a, a little tip of the hat, because they're so pro-Biden. They helped make this presidency possible by allowing him to hide in his bunker. By the way, you know, with all the talk of liberals vaccinate, vaccinate, vac there's more gun violence in Chicago. It kills gun violence in Chicago kills more children than covid more children have been fatally shot in Chicago alone than have died in, of COVID-19 in the entire state of Illinois. Chicago police told Fox 32 Chicago that earlier this week that 261 kids have been shot this year, 41 dead. CDC recorded only 18 total cases of COVID-19 deaths among children in the state of Illinois in the year 2021 to date. Unbelievable. Where do we go from here? What's next in this? It's unreal. And we got the economy. Well, ask yourself, what has Joe done that has made the country better? How's he handling COVID? 300% increase of incidents this time last year. 
Only for the first time last week, he mentions monoclonal antibodies like Regeneron. Donald Trump took it nearly a year ago. Ron DeSantis has centers set up all over the state of Florida that he's leaving open because all these other variants are coming. And by the way, they're not reporting the, the death toll, the cases again, like every state gets their spike. It's probably very likely now heading up to colder states. They're going to see a spike. It won't just be the Delta variant. Then it's going to be the Lambda variant, then the move uh, variant, and then whatever variants show up after that. Are we now going to have to get booster shots for everyone? You got this economic plan. The Democrats now are saying publicly, although they don't want to tell you, it's a 10,000-page bill. It's all new Green Deal socialism. That's all this is. $3 trillion they're talking about. $3 trillion in new taxes. Now they're going to say things like, well, uh, these are tax uh, tax increases for the rich that don't pay their fair share. Oh, is that what it really is? Because we all know that's not true either. Because, uh, For example, if you look at the draft in the House Ways and Means uh, Committee, they're going to raise the corporate tax. Corporations don't pay taxes. They pass the cost on to you. Every single Democratic senator and House member has already voted, you know, for the outline of Bernie Sanders. And again, it's really five trillion when they when you add the one point two trillion and you add the six hundred billion. So five trillion dollars and it's all human infrastructure. It's not roads, bridges and tunnels. This is, you know, guaranteed daycare. This is guaranteed, you know, uh, pre-K through college education. You know, government healthy food, I'm sure, will be included at some point. Enhancing Obamacare, free health care, free, free everything. It's socialism. It's big government, womb to the tomb, socialism, redistribution of wealth. Socialism has one thing in common. Any form it's ever been tried, it fails. All the great promises are unfulfilled. It ends up with more poverty and a loss of freedom. And if every Republican isn't attacking every Democrat and demanding why they support this monstrosity that we cannot afford. Already paying a little bit. Look at how's Biden doing on on energy. He destroyed our energy independence. We beg OPEC in the middle of a pandemic. He's letting hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants in processing them, putting him in overcrowded cages he built, and then dispersing him around the country with no vaccine mandates for them. Great. How many ever calculate how many Americans are going to be infected by that? We'll play this later in the program today, but you've got Nancy Pelosi out there saying, oh, we, we can't require vaccinations. You know, that that's not something we can do. Joe Biden said, we can't demand. I'll never, I would never demand mandatory vaccinations and you got circle back Jen Psaki that's not the role of the federal government now now I'm repeating what they're saying and taking their position from a month or two ago and now I'm the I'm the radical I'm the conspiracy theorist Fauci is now saying you should be vaccinated to get on a plane let me tell you something this is all going to be broken down in the courts there's no way you've got almost every Republican governor now writing their lawsuits. And if you look at the OSHA, we'll get into this with Greg Jarrett and 
David Schoen in the next hour. You look at OSHA regulations, even under emergency powers, that's for toxic substances, not for disease. They don't have a constitutional leg to stand on. It's not going to happen. As Joe Biden berates and opens a door to berate unvaccinated Americans, does he know anything about the health of any American? Their underlying conditions, their unique health history, their current condition, health condition. Surgeon General tried to back off Biden's, you know, berating lecture. Our enemy is the virus. It's not one another. Okay, but it's not going to work. Now they're talking about approval sometime around Halloween of vaccinations for five to 11 year olds. What if a parent doesn't want their five year old to get this vaccination? Because it seems like that, well, forget about medical privacy and doctor patient confidentiality. It's like I'm the only one talking about it. But what if the child has natural immunity? What about the rare conditions that prevent some people from getting any vaccination? Those those cases exist. One size fits all. My advice, take it seriously. Do your own research. I mean it. Take it seriously. I don't want you to die. Then talk to take into account your unique medical history, your current medical condition. Talk to your doctor, doctors, medical professionals you you trust. You got a New York hospital forced to stop delivering babies after several staff quit over the vaccine mandate. And of course, you know, who gives a damn about your freedom now has become like a mantra. Shaming people. Well, you you don't you don't deserve emergency care. Are we going to say the same thing to people that use drugs? People that are alcoholics that make decisions that maybe we don't like or agree with? You're going to deny them emergency care? The courts will rule against Biden on these mandates and penalties. It's not going to happen. Now people are going to be shut out of stadiums. They're going to be shut out of concerts, sporting events, restaurants, everyday life. But it's not about freedom. That's just that's just total Adam bullshit. Notice I said that with quite a bit of professional care. Unbelievable. People are now quoting me on this. It cracks me up. Daily Caller, Secretary Blinken, we inherited a deadline. We did not inherit a plan to get Americans out. Excuse me. The deadline was in May, you idiot, before the fighting season. Are you serious? You're blaming Trump? Well, Trump also, you inherited secure borders. You didn't have any problem dismantling that. You had no problem dismantling energy independence. You have no problem dismantling the great economy that he left you. You had no problem just abandoning the therapeutics like uh, monoclonal antibodies and just talking about it for the first time last week, Biden. That's just pathetic. I mean, this is the worst group of people I've ever seen in my life. You abandon Americans behind enemy lines. That was not the Trump plan. The Trump plan was to obliterate the Taliban if they didn't stick to any deal. You didn't do that, Mr. Blinken. You should resign in disgrace along with Secretary Austin, uh, Millie should go, and Joe should go. I don't even think Joe knows what day it is.